0: Today we're gonna talk about time. Stick with me. I've worked hard to make this episode worth your time. Here's a quote from one of the best success trainers who ever lived, in my opinion, Jim Rohn. Either you run the day or the day runs you. Time is precious. Do we treat it as if it's precious, valuable, something that we don't wanna lose or waste? Time can be on your side or it can be against you, but let's take a step further and figure out how we can actually leverage time. Newer real estate agents, are you making $150,000 or more in real estate this year? How would you like to believe with 100% certainty that you will? What if you knew exactly what to do every day to make money in real estate? Are you the type of person that will do the work, serve the people well, you would devote a good portion of the day on focused activities and habits to drive business if you just knew what to do? Does cold calling or door knocking or paying for leads freak you out? good because it freaks me out too. Are you working part-time and afraid to leave the job to go full time into real estate? Am I speaking to you right now? Give me 15 minutes and I know I can help you. Go to 4 to learn how I created a recipe for success that anyone can do. You have the ingredients to be successful within you right now. You just need to know what to do. Learn how I earn multiple six figures working less than 40 hours a week. And here's the kicker. I get paid every single month. Want to learn how? Go to 4 formula.com the number 4XFormula.com. Today we're going to be talking about number four in our series of nine. If you're joining us for the first time, we are in a nine-part series that will be interspersed in between interview episodes, focusing on the characteristics of a successful 4X agent. What attributes do successful agents possess? What do you need to become? What are your priorities? What is the identity that you adopt? I encourage you to go back and listen to the prior three, titled as follows. Be a professional, be accountable, be organized. So far, my most popular episode is actually about being organized. Go figure. Today we're gonna talk about maximizing your time. These are the nine facets. We have five more left that come out over the next few weeks. This is important stuff. Today we're tackling number four, A successful agent is a master of maximizing their time. Years ago, when I was in a mode of filling my brain intensely, and I was just consuming everything that I could get my hands on, I created a reading habit. I had to read a minimum of 15 minutes a day. And one of the books that I read at the time was by Michael Gerber, The E-Myth Revisited. And I think that was around 2003 at the time. This book was a game changer for me because... If I was to sum up the message that really hit me the most, it was work on your business instead of working hard in your business. Business owners hire people to work in their businesses, but you left the job for a reason, right? You did not want to be an employee any longer. Can I assume that? Because you were working for someone else's dream, right? As a realtorpreneur or a realtor entrepreneur, yes, you heard it first I have coined this phrase here on Forex Formula Radio, the realtorpreneur. But this is such an important distinction that we need to talk about, right? You have made a conscious decision to get out of the J O B, right? You've decided that you want to be in business for yourself. So there's nobody telling you when to get up in the morning, no one telling you when you get to eat food, nobody telling you when you get to have vacation time, nobody telling you when you have to be at the office and when you get to go home. No one's telling you that. The freedom of this is what you wanted, but just like everything in life, right? Every decision or, or situation, it's kind of like a double-edged sword. These things can work in your favor or it can actually work against you if you let it. Either you run the day or the day runs you. Self-discipline is the key. You're the, you're the one who sets the rules. Do the rules that you've set either consciously or unconsciously or on purpose or with purpose or with no plan at all serve you or your future goals? Or does it hurt your future or delay the chance to meet your objectives that you see for yourself in the future? Think about that. I found what happens with a lot of people when they enter into the real estate profession is that they leave a job to become a real estate professional and when they do, they embrace this new way of life. But there's something inherent built in from past habits and mindsets that not only proves but exposes the fact that they are kind of still relying on someone else to govern their actions. It's habitual. Believe it or not, a lot of people find comfort in that. I see it a lot. There's this dichotomy in, in mindsets, right? When when someone tells them what, what they must do or should do, There's this resistance to that because they're now in business for themselves. When you attempt to hold them accountable, they get their backs up. And I've seen some people actually get offended. You see the tension there? Believe it or not, this is natural. It's normal. Most real estate agents kind of go through this in some kind of way. It's okay. But maybe take notice of this. The fact that you are listening right now is fantastic. You're seeking knowledge and you're getting more and more excited about personal improvement. That's all awesome. This is awesome stuff. Thank you for being here, and I'm just so thankful for all the listeners and our and we're growing like crazy right now, and I just appreciate it. So keep sharing, keep doing what you're doing, and uh, I really appreciate that. Anyway, back to the episode. So this episode is going to be really helpful for you, hopefully. I find that if we take time to simply just understand ourselves, we learn how to make minor adjustments in certain aspects of our lives, right? We begin to recalibrate some of our habitual thought patterns and suddenly we begin to surprise ourselves at our own accomplishments and that's what I hope for you. This is a wonderful feeling when it happens. Just showing up to the office and putting in time is not paying you as a real estate agent. You're not trading time for specific amount of money anymore, right? When do you make money? When do you get paid? What are the most productive? When are you most productive? What activities are the most profitable In a job, it was easy. We just traded time for money. The people that paid you made a decision on what you were worth per hour or per month or per year or whatever, depending on how you got paid. And then someone said that that's what you're worth. You're worth that much per hour, per year, and you just kind of accepted that. There was a trade-off, right? Security for ceiling. There's a ceiling, right? As soon as you make that trade, you impose a ceiling on your income earning ability. It's okay. There's I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Most people operate that way. Then it's up to the person who is paying you to ensure that you were productive in those hours so that they, they're going to try and get the most out of you during that time that they're paying you. So they had a motivation to keep you busy, to utilize your time factor and profit from it. You were motivi- motivated because you needed the money or the security and you didn't want to get fired. So you showed up when you were supposed to and you did the job. So The idea of time being so precious was not really pounded into your brain, right? It it doesn't become an emergency until the money in the bank account starts to dwindle, three or four months go by, and now you're in emergency mode. Yikes, I better make something happen. So I see them revving things up to get their businesses going, and I'm amazed at what can be accomplished by these people once they get into this mode of thinking. But the motivation is based on survival, Emergency mode works. It actually works, but it's temporary. Consistency is the key. You can get burnout. Burnout can happen from operating out of emergency mode all the time. Consistency is the key. What we do on a daily, weekly, monthly basis consistently will ultimately create more certainty and comfort and bring you out of that survive zone and into that thrive zone. And that's where you want to be. And that's where I want you to be. I see a lot of real estate agents who ramp it up with huge intensity when they get into emergency mode. And then when they accomplish the busyness, right, they get busy and they begin to deal with all that business. They forget about creating and nurturing business while they're busy. They get consumed with the busyness of the business and then they get paid their commission checks and then simmer down and and, and then they start to enjoy the fruits of their labor. They kind of cool off until emergency mode kicks in again, and then the cycle continues over and over again. It's a horrible cycle, and they never seem to get out of that cycle. And the other thing that I noticed about these people, that in all market cycles, they seem to make the same amount of money every year. They operate like a thermostat, just like how we set the temperature in our home on the thermostat to a certain comfortable temperature. The system is in control mode, right? When heat is required, the furnace kicks in, right? That's emergency mode. And and when the house is too hot, the thermostat turns on the air conditioner and cools things down to that desired set temperature. Are you operating like a thermostat? Think about that. Do you need to make an adjustment to your thermostat? One of the reasons for this is simply belief. They have this belief of what they're worth. Remember that ceiling that we were talking about in a job, that ceiling? It's now imaginary, but it's still there. And another diagnosis that I've realized is that most new agents are not operating with a clear why and no stretch goals or objectives that they have a burning desire to achieve. And I hope this is not you. If it is, be honest about it. Keep on seeking information like you are right now. Keep on filling your brain with good nourishing information to sharpen your mind in order to be more successful. And I'm excited that you are here listening to this right now. That is awesome. But maybe you gotta reset your thermostat about what you're worth, okay? All right, so how valuable is time? How valuable is your time? How do you value time? How do you measure time? What is your time worth? What is your time worth? Let's talk about that. Every year I estimate the amount of work days that I work. I take into account my vacations and non-working days and I kind of average out the amount of hours that I put into each day and I calculate what my time is worth. Every realtorpreneur should do this. When you put a value on your time, it changes things. Once you know what your time is worth per hour, then you start to get really intentional in making decisions on what you do with those working hours. When you're vacationing or taking time off, that doesn't count. You master your working hours so that you can have those relaxing, battery charging days, okay? That's really important. During your productive hours, it's critical. Do you know what your number is? Is it above minimum wage? If not, then do you have a plan? Is it over 50 bucks an hour? If it is, then, then you're in a position to actually double that or quadruple that. Believe it or not, it's true. Just stop watching cute cat videos or fail videos on Facebook and Instagram, and you'll be amazed at what you can accomplish. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Here's a good quote from Harvey McKay. Time is free, but it's priceless. You can't own it, but you can use it. You can't keep it, but you can spend it. Once you lost it, you can never get it back. I'm going to do it again. Time is free, but it's priceless. You can't own it, but you can use it. You can't keep it, but you can spend it. Once you've lost it, you can never get it back. I also heard someone say on a podcast just the other day, it went something like this. Time is non-refundable. Once it's spent, it's gone. So let's talk about the robbers of time. The robbers of time. What steals our time? One, the coffee talkers, right? People just want to talk about, they just, coffee talkers. They've got the coffee cup in their hand and they just want to talk about war stories, right? Number two, unqualified clients. Are you spending the right amount of time getting people qualified or getting them to a place of being qualified one day? Get them there, but don't spend a bunch of time on the other aspects until you know that's in order, right? And number three of a time waster, sleeping in. Are you sleeping too much? Are you going to bed too late? Are you, you know, get up early and, and get going on the day, right? Social media consumption for entertainment. If you're consuming social media just to be entertained and you're just a consumer of it, um, that is going to be a time waster. That's going to rob you of time. It's going to rob you of focus. It absolutely will. So watch that. Monitor yourself on that. It's okay to be entertained a little bit once you've shut her down and you got everything done or or you're you're consuming it to get information to help you serve others, right? That's okay. Bad habits. We all have these. So there's tons of bad habits out there that rob us of time. I'm not going to get into them all right now, but we all have bad habits that we have to work on. Just be conscious of it. Think about it. Number six, disorganization. Go back and and listen to this episode, Be Organized. Go back and listen to that one. Disorganization can rob you of time, big time. Totally important to think about that. Challenges with deals. Experience will be your teacher on this, um, but challenges with deals. You can avoid a lot of challenges. You can... You can deal with things in a certain way so certain challenges get minimized as you're going through the deal or you're handling it beforehand and setting up expectations properly. All that can be done, but experience will help you with that. Number eight, undisciplined computer, phone, tablet time, right? That just goes back to the social media consumption, but there's lots of other things we do sometimes that waste time. Number nine, lack of prioritization, looking busy, lack of focus, just... Not hammering the day out, not, you know what I mean? Like just kind of being scatterbrained, organize your day, be organized, be focused every single part of the day that you're working. When you're working, work. Number 10, client hatching. This is like, I, I call it client hatching. It's kind of funny, but it's kind of like acting like that mother hen that's keeping the egg warm to, to hatch it. They're just hatching that deal. You know what? Do what you need to do for that deal. Move on. Go get more deals. Meet more people. Get more deals going. Fill up the hopper with new leads. That deal will happen. Hatching it is not going to make it happen. Make sure you deal with all the details, but then move on. Don't make it consume your whole day, right? Number 11, working without a plan. Number 12, working without a goal. Number 13, working without knowing your why. Those last three are enormous, more enormous than you know. They're huge. So you got to work with a plan, don't work without a goal. You got to have goals. You got to have goal posts to let you know when you're within the goals and you're on track to your goals, track your goals, keep track of everything. And then work, and you got to know why you're doing it, man. Know why you're doing it. Okay. Here's another quote from Mr. Anonymous. The bad news is time flies. The good news is you're the pilot. The bad news is time flies. The good news, you're the pilot. It's cool. I love that saying. You are in control of the whole thing. Yes, we're human. Do we get taken off track sometimes? Sure, we do. It's okay. Do we go on the internet and book a vacation during productive working hours? No. If you do, stop it. We don't. We'll do it on the Sunday afternoon or we'll do it in the evenings when the day complete. We love booking vacations and then taking time to check out lots of different things to make a good decision on our vacation. Sure, but we don't do it during productive times. I see people researching vacations in the office all the time. So this is just an example, right? Online shopping. This is working hours, not shopping time. That's the wonderful thing about the internet. It's open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, right? It's absolutely imperative that we understand what our time is worth. Mine is worth right around 300 bucks an hour. That's my calculation. And I'm not saying this to brag or anything like that. There's lots of people who are worth more than me, but as of this recording, that's what my time is worth, my productive time. So should I be booking a vacation during that time? Should I be talking about war stories with my buddies in the office? Should I be checking the likes on my last social media post during work hours? No, not during productive time. When should I be preparing for my day? First thing in the morning, before the phone starts to ring. When is the best time to do paperwork and get that finalized for the office and all that stuff, when we gotta hand in deals and all that? Before 9 a.m., get it all done and emailed to the office or copied for the office, depending on how your office works, before the staff get there. Then you're gonna be ready for opportunity when the phone does start to ring. I do a thing called critical six. If I died tomorrow, what would be the six things that need to get done today before I die? I mean, it's a horrible way to think about it, but honestly, that's how critical it's gotta be. The critical six. This is very productive. I encourage you to try it. I actually created a video talking about that on my YouTube channel called Six Productivity Hacks for Real Estate Agents, so go check that out. Write down the critical six the night before so that when you start the day, you know exactly what to do first. Not only that, but you will sleep a lot better knowing that you have a plan for tomorrow. It causes the mind to relax and allows you to have a better sleep. It's a proven fact. Empty the mind onto paper before going to bed. Okay. Now you're all ready to do the things to keep the business growing because you've hammered off the little detail things that can bog you down, right? Block time for prospecting, follow-up calls or emails and listing feedback calls. These are all appointments that you show up for on time because why? Because you're accountable to yourself. Remember that? If you haven't heard this one, listen to the episode called Be Accountable for more on that and then you'll understand what I'm talking about. Which strategic alliance are you gonna focus on this week? Plan that out, do it. Have you ever thought about the activities that we spend time on in our real estate profession? Have you thought about kind of rating the activities, giving them a rating? Have you thought about what an A activity is, a B activity, a C activity? If you're signing listings and writing offers and negotiating contracts, those are A activities. Meeting leads and prospects for the first time, those count as well. Those activities pay you the most. Those are productive. And while you're doing those activities, you got to govern yourself accordingly so that you find ways to create more business from those efforts while you're doing it, okay? B activities are activities that get that to happen. Checking on pre-approvals with the mortgage broker that you work with, following up with leads that have decided to work with you, booking showings for buyers, pre-listing interview phone calls, following up with referrals and rewarding people who have referred business to you, Prepping for listing meetings, marketing, doing market research, doing marketing, meeting or lunching with strategic alliances to nurture more business uh, out of that. And I, th- you know, I think you get the picture, but those are B activity. These, these activities will lead to business in the future for certain. It'll absolutely create business for you. Do that. But if you're not busy enough on a daily basis doing A and B activities, then you got to get into the C activities, right? I don't do a lot of C activities now, and I, I actually pay people to do a lot of those activities so it kind of keeps things warm, but it's easy to justify that when I know what my time's worth. Does that make sense? If it costs me $20 an hour, well, it's totally worth it for me. Remember what I told you about what my time is worth. It's just simple math, right? You know, I don't really mind actually mowing my lawn. I actually kind of like it, but I don't do it. It's a $20 an hour activity. It's a waste of time for me. I can pay someone to do that, I used to do it on my own uh, non-productive time kind of days, but I actually would rather spend time with my family or relaxing or recharging than mowing my lawn. Does that make sense? When you know what your time is worth, then you know how to leverage your time. Nicole, who works with me every day, she's been with me for 10 years now in our business, was getting stressed out about the conditions of our house. Not that our house is really messy. She likes a clean home. I like a clean home. We do, and we do the basics, we're not messy people, but she was finding it hard to find time to do that deep clean on a weekly or biweekly basis. So for the last couple of years, we've been paying someone to clean our house every two weeks. Now there's two benefits for this. One, my wife is happy. That is huge, that's enormous. So now she can relax about the little nitty gritty details of cleaning the house, and then number two, She's way more productive in our business. So that's totally a win-win, right? So we will work from home on some days or a portion of a day and Nicole can't help herself. She'll get up, start walking around the house, go into the kitchen, get a coffee or something. And then all of a sudden, she'll burn up an hour cleaning the boys' bathroom upstairs, which can get pretty gnarly. (laughs) She just can't help herself, right? And with COVID, she's actually improved greatly on this, but the temptation is always there. But we made that decision pay for a lady. She comes and cleans the house. And this is one of the best decisions that we've ever made. What is my wife's time worth, right? A lot more than the money that we pay the cleaning lady. And she does a good job. She does a great job. And the benefit of the reduced stress for Nicole more than makes up for it. So we know what our time is worth. We do the calculations every year. And I love doing the calculation actually. It kind of fires me up a little bit when I see the results. Give a true value to time. For your productive hours. Do that. Do the exercise. Now, internalize this. Now that you know that you're going to do this at the end of the year, think about that. You're going to be thinking about this as the days go by, and that alone will actually cause you to be more productive with your time. It's going to amp you up a little bit because you know you're going to be doing this at some point. Then you, be, you begin to start thinking of ways to maximize your time. You cut your conversations a little bit shorter, right? You prepare to You prepare more to increase efficiency. Uh, You get yourself organized so you can operate more efficiently, right? It affects all aspects of things and and your day, right? Time is so important. Our time on this earth is a gift. We have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow. If we maximize our money-making hours and days and weeks, then we're going to be able to afford more time off, more time devoted to our loved ones, more time for our other interests, more time to give back, more time to make a difference in this world. And I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Once you effectively understand this concept, it will actually open more doors for you. Your world will actually open up. Your potential for more possibilities will actually blow your mind. More business will come to you easier because you're actually maximizing your time. It allows you to go out and explore the world and do more things with your time. And what ends up happening is you start to meet more people that want to do business with you. It's the wackiest thing, but it's a weird phenomenon. Here's a secret that I believe with my whole heart. Once your systems are in place, once you create new habits and understand where you need to spend your time, you'll learn how easy it is to make a hundred grand a year. I can make a hundred grand a year on part-time, 20 hours a week at the most. It can be done, that's like two deals a month. That is like no problem at all. This is literally the core reason that I put this course together. If every single person that utilizes the systems that I teach and employs the strategies and has the ability to make a, a minimum of 100 grand in the real estate business, then I know we can make a difference and, and this is my goal for you as a start, right? Because I know that once someone knows how to earn that, they can double it, triple it, quadruple it, quintuple it, and more. I know that because what it takes to make 100 grand a year is the same to make 400 grand a year, 500 grand a year. It's the same. You just amp things up and you leverage. We go over this in the Forex Formula Real Estate course. Knowing is half the battle, right? I have a friend who has a saying, starting is halfway to finishing. I love that saying. I have no idea where it came from, but it's so true, right? Starting is halfway to finishing. Think about that. I hope you have a super duper day and please remember to put a lot of value on your time. If nothing else, for your loved ones, friends, strategic alliances and valued clients, they need to know that they can count on you. Time is a gift. Don't squander it. Be thankful for it. Give value to it. Maximize your time the best that you can. One last robber of time is this, and we're going to conclude with this. I see it in the real estate business with most new agents, and that's the, it's this. Failing to identify where they should focus to get business. Where are the most buyers? What do most of those buyers want to buy? What price point is the most important to focus on because of that? How do you identify that? Why waste time on any other type of business? It's a waste of time most often build a strong foundation efficiently with the most active business. I created a free book that you can go out and get right now. Just go to forexformula.com, hit the button that says I want that free book and we'll send you the quick commission blueprint. Within minutes, it'll come to your email. Go get it. It's free. Save yourself a bunch of time and aggravation and get on a 90-day program to make 2021 your best year ever. All right, that's it for today. Go out there, make a great day.